0: hey welcome to the uh eric j the great podcast how you doing
1: hey how are you,
0: hey, hey, you I'm doing? Doing right. um trying to see if my homeboy gonna come in here come on here he said he might come on here uh i was supposed to have uh three people on here yeah like, like two two people just backed out last minute so it's just me and you on here right now? Yeah. yeah. I uh just want want had two topics that I wanted to uh to touch on today. Um I know uh the importance of uh mental health and um what condition can you uh love someone under because uh I had seen that girl on Instagram that committed suicide. That uh, that wrote that text that long text message to her mom before she killed herself. Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah. So that uh, that kind of reminded me of something that I went through uh, recently with one of my uh, military friends. Uh, committed suicide. That I was in the military with recently. But uh,
1: that's crazy because. My when she wrote that I had like a breakdown about my brother because he committed suicide December 13th and it was like it had to do most of it had to do with his relationship with his wife and what they were going through or whatever so when I seen that it was just like real touchy for me because it's like my brother just went through this this, this stuff is really real out right here like
0: yeah so what's your uh? Um... We do the mental health first, so like, what's your uh, whole outlook on uh, mental health? Like, the importance of it?
1: I feel like mental health is very, very, very important. I can say that, like, before my brother committed suicide, I, I, I took it serious, but I didn't really start realizing how serious it was until it, it touched close to home, like, you know, it hit me where it hurt. So, um I feel like Black people need therapy You know, everybody probably needs therapy But a lot of Black people is kind of Scared to go to therapy because they're scared of What others may say about them Or how people may feel about them Um, I feel like They feel like, you know, people Laugh at them or joke about it But I feel like it's really serious And I feel like a lot of people are fighting Mental battles That they probably don't take as serious or don't think that it's serious until they get to the stage of, like, crashing out and, you know, just doing something that hurts them or hurts family or, you know, those close to them. So I feel like mental health is, like, really, really important. And, like, my own personal experience, I was going through something that I really couldn't even figure out, like, what it was or where it came from or, you know, which angle it was hitting from. But I was going through something a year after I had my son. Well, it was this year, and I started seeing a therapist myself. And I went to the doctor, and I'm talking to my doctor. I'm telling her everything that's going on, and she diagnosed me diagnosed me with um, severe anxiety and mild depression. And I and like everything I was going through, I was like, I would have never thought that you know I was depressed. But when she explained how the brain was working and you know, um, certain things I was doing. Like, I would just lay in bed. Some days, and I get up, not eat. And one day, I just got up, and I was like, you know, it was bad. Oh, cut out. Cut out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, just continue what
0: you're saying. i uh,
1: i piece them together. Okay, but yeah, so, like, I was going through my own personal battles or whatever, and um i went to see a therapist and she told me like you know you're depressed and this is anxiety and my anxiety was so bad that i got put on medication and the medication helped but it was just like i gotta take medicine to feel like myself i gotta take medicine to be i wasn't even feeling like myself i was like a uh what can i say i was just like a mute like i was just numb to everything like I really couldn't pay attention to my kids. I I still couldn't. I could focus, but I, I didn't feel like in my right man taking that medicine. So I had to find other ways to deal with it than the medication that they put me on because the medicine had me feeling like I was just like I don't know, like a zombie, like zoned out. But so yeah, I feel like mental health is very important, and I feel like a lot of more a lot more people should take it serious than what you know that we do take it even family like if somebody tells you they depressed don't just brush it off and say oh you'll get better um you know oh it's okay it'll be all right like try to dig deep and figure out what's really going on with them deep inside because a lot of people fight battles that they just don't tell people about and until it gets to the point that it's too late and there's nothing you can do
0: yeah uh absolutely um uh... My whole aspect on uh, mental health, um um you know, mental health helped me a lot personally because uh me being in the military for for eight years and going to Afghanistan twice for nine months at a time, uh I lost a lot of people close to me, like uh seeing a lot of people get killed right in front of me that I was close with in war situations and having to speak at their funerals and things like that. So, uh, it was, um, uh, I went through a real major depression, uh, for about a year straight after I came back from my last deployment in Afghanistan in 2017. And, uh, when I started going I went to behavior for about two years straight, like every, once a week, every week. And, uh, that helped, me. that helped me a lot. So I encourage people to uh, to do therapists and uh, have a therapist and things like that, too, because uh, at first I used to drag going, but um, after I got in the routine of going, I actually looked forward to going to the appointments. But I think, listen, um, in our culture, especially as Black people, like uh, historically, we don't went through so much as far as our race as a people, as far as our ancestors, as far as slavery, civil rights movements and things like that, it's almost been normalized to like, uh, when black people go through stuff, it's just like, we just keep going. You know what I'm saying? You know, it just got normalized to to be stressed out or go through stuff because our whole race Uh, culture been going through stuff since, you know, since the beginning of time, you know, as far as like, you know, getting treated bad and uh, having to get rights and things like that. So I think a lot of people sweep that uh, mental health aspect under the rug because you can't really do nothing in life uh, if your mental ain't right because at a certain point it's going to catch up with you. Like you could be the you know, the richest person have everything going for you, but if your mental ain't right, eventually it's gonna catch up with you. You gotta address that issue.
1: Mm, I feel like you are hundred percent correct. A lot of people do take it for granted, and like I said, they the family, like my brother, he he was crying for help. You know, like a week before is when we really noticed, like. I went downtown to take a mental inquest and went out on him because I'm like, mama, he's not in his right state of mind because, you know, like, um, he's just not himself the way he's talking. And he wanted to, he said he was going to kill himself and he was going to hurt his wife. And he meant that, but he ended up not hurting the wife. But he still, like a week later, he came, and he, I mean, he did what he said he was going to do. And, uh, when I went to take the mental inquest went out on him he was there at the courthouse so he was like I'm not gonna do nothing to myself you know I'm okay and you know I listened to that so I trusted that he was okay and he wasn't because a week later and th- from the day that I saw him he shot himself and killed himself so and and like I deal with like I kind of I'm just now getting over like not blaming myself for what he did because he had his mind made up he you know, he planned it, he did it how he wanted to. He made sure his, his, made sure his daughter was sleeping and it w- it was just like I'm starting to realize there's nothing I could have did even if I would have took them into a press worn out on him, like they only can hold them for what, twenty eight twenty four to forty eight hours. So, you know, ain't no telling after they released him, you know, what would've happened. But I feel like a lot of family members should take their families family members mental health serious when they come to them expressing what's going on or telling them what's going on with them. I wish I would have took my brother like once I took him serious but I wish I would have, you know, try to intervene before it got to where it did. So that's why I'm like really big on mental health now. Even for myself, like some days I'm like I'm not doing nothing today. This is gonna be my, you know, just self care day, self love day, you know. I'm just learning to just I don't know how to cope with things instead of leaving it bottled in, bottled up because I feel like a lot of people do that too. They they bottle build stuff up and then you finally explode and, and that's just it. Like you ruin your life or you are gonna ruin somebody else's life. So people gotta find outlets too to express what they're going through or how they're feeling or you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, cause I um. I got a lot of people, like uh, like I uh, encourage a lot of my friends, you know, to uh, to get a therapist if they don't want to talk to me or talk to anybody about, you know, what they're going through because uh, I know me and my um, therapist, we've developed like a real good relationship because I've been going for about four years now and uh, like... Um, I was in a real dark space after uh, my best friend um, got killed when he was in Afghanistan. So, um, like you know, I um, you know I had played on the army team for basketball and things like that, and um, I didn't even want to play basketball or do things I usually enjoy doing. Like I had stopped going out, stopped doing like a lot of things. So I know um, behavior health made me do, like, a um, complete 360, like, um, as far as the medication, like, they gave me a lot of medication, but I never, I never took those pills, because, you know, uh, I took it one time, I, ain't, I was just like you, I ain't uh, like the way it made me feel, so I just tried to uh, find other tactics to, like, you know, to try to get out of, like, a, a bad space as far as, either I go on a drive, or like look at some comedy shows or something like mm-hmm. that. But I know um, a lot of things, the thing that uh, that really uh, um, touched me when the girl wrote the paragraph to her mom was that she uh, wrote like a long paragraph to her mom. She was like, you know, she's basically fed up and she's uh, depressed and things like that. And she was like, and then she was saying uh, um, to all her friends, um, "Don't do what I did. Uh, go get help." But uh, it's too late for me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and things like that. And uh, yeah, it just uh, it just sucks when a person just feel like they ain't got nobody, uh, even if they're around a lot of people on a consistent basis, because you can. Because uh, I know I felt like that. Uh, before, when I was in the military, like I could be around 20 people in a bar or anywhere in a mall or something that I'm cool with, and I still uh, feel like I'm by myself sometimes, mm-hmm. like me- like like mentally. So, I think um, culturally uh, we got to get better at you know uh, the behavior health thing, especially um, if you got kids and stuff because. Uh, a lot of things, you know, you know, you know, you get caught up in, you know, um, duties as a parent and like stuff that you have to deal with every day on a daily basis to where, you know, um, sometimes people might not take that one-on-one time to actually pick up on patterns when, you know, your kid or anybody that you're close to, you know, might um, come come to you with a problem, you know. Uh, you might think it's just, you know, them trying to get attention or something like that. So that's kind of a bad thing against us as, as a culture because, you know, we don't went through so much as far as, you know, segregation and slavery to where, like, we don't we just, like, programmed to, like, like, we're supposed to go through stuff. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep, I agree. And then I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, I got certain friends that they drink every day and, and... And I'm, like, telling them, like, you're not drinking to have a good time. Like, you know, you're drinking to cover up whatever it is you're going through. And, you know, they probably really don't know what it is that they are going through. I don't even realize that they are going through something because every time they get that feeling of whatever it is, they turn to alcohol. I turn to, you know, whatever their choice of drug is. But I feel like a lot of people use drugs and and drinking and going out and partying as a outlet but they don't realize that it's like only temporary like I always tell them like you you know right now you're feeling good you know the liquor's in you whatever you your choice of drug is you know you're feeling good but when you come off that high when you come down from being drunk that shit's gonna hit you it's gonna hit you even 10 times harder like I feel like a lot of people use drugs to cover up you know what it is that they're going through instead of trying to face it and deal with it so, I feel like that's another thing that kind of gets in the way of people.
0: And I think a lot. I think uh, another thing that plays into mental health is social media. Like, like when I was, uh, I mean, I think well half of my life I grew up when I social media it didn't really start popping until I was like in the ninth or tenth grade or something like that, but but I was like, um, like in the early mid 2000s, you know, you could just go through life and not feel pressured about, you know, having to reach this false expectation. But like, you know, people follow a lot of people on Instagram and things like that. And um, they could be on the right track in their life as far as like a decent time frame on accomplishing things. But just because they can see somebody else that's the same age as them or now a little bit older, and they probably living their best life, got millions of dollars or something, they'll feel like their life ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. But that, but they'll have, you know, they could have, be certified in a certain job, making decent money, or have a degree and make it six figures a year. But, you know, um don't uh, – that being thrown in their face every day as far as, you know, the social media aspect, they'll just put a lot of pressure on themselves and stress themselves out mentally for no reason, you know.
1: Yep, I agree. Social media, video games with these kids, TikTok. i seen a post on Facebook today where a mom said that her daughter was like, kicking on other kids and, like, following her friends at school and thinking that she had to be mean to, like, be a cool kid or whatever. And um, my mom said that she took her phone for, well, she still got her phone. Uh, she took her phone away. And she said she noticed instantly, like, a week later that she wasn't being mean. Her skin was glowing. You know, she wasn't on TikTok. Today, so she took all the social media away. She took everything away. She said she noticed her daughter did a 360 within a week and her daughter's 10 I think or 12 something between that age range and I feel like like when I read her post I was like I need to give that a try to you know with my kids which I don't have really bad kids my kids are really well-mannered or whatever but I'm like when I read her post it made me realize like social media really is like can be the devil social media can be good and bad, so it's like one of them things but I feel like when I seen her post, I was like, I need to try this for my kids, like, you know, take away phones and games, you know, for about a week, two weeks, just to see, like, find new conversations to talk about, just to, you know, dig into their heads and see how they're really, really feeling on the inside and make sure that, you know, I'm, they're okay and, you know, not feeling any kind of way. But social media plays a big part in mental health and just period in life. People feel like they got to keep up with certain trends and if I don't have a house by this age and I'm not successful, if I don't graduate college by this age, then I didn't do it right, in which there's no right or wrong way to live life, you know.
0: Yeah, because, um, you know, social media took out, like, the regular aspect of life, like, you growing, growing up naturally and just being able to, like, encounter real things in life versus uh, stuff man thrown at you mentally and people telling you how you're supposed to be living your life mm-hmm. when, when you're supposed to be just grabbing your own experiences on your own and just you know take going through your own journey you know just finding out things for yourself so that's it's kind of like one of the curses of, uh, of social media
1: mm-hmm. and I also feel like it's the people you hang with too like uh, I realized like as I got older, everybody's not meant to, you know, you got friends that you love to death and probably been friends for years, but some people don't grow with you mentally. So if you're hanging around a person, that's always a Debbie Downer talking about people, being negative or, you know, talking about people's kids, then that stuff plays supporting in your mental too. Like, you gotta watch who you hang with, the things they do, the things they say. They all play support in it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I encourage everybody to uh, to get a therapist and um, and uh, just stay aware of your mental health because you know um, if you let late years months go by, just sweeping stuff under the rug, you will put yourself in a situation to where now you're dealing with six years of trauma mm-hmm. that, that you could address back in the heat or right after the heat because everybody, you know, has their own time of dealing with things. They ain't saying you got to deal with it right away, but should be a, a reasonable time frame whether that's one year, two years, six months, whatever uh, works for you to address the issue. And our uh, therapy might not be for everybody I mean, mm-hmm. whether, whether that's right. Like, you having a close friend or your mom or whoever that is, you know, that you can be open with and know they're not gonna uh, uh, blast your information and tell all your personal business, you know, whoever you feel vulnerable around to, you know, express those feelings to, you know, uh, everybody should have at least one person like that in their life to where they feel comfortable. You know who man's
1: that. is? Uh, who? A stranger. <laughs> no for real I feel like I like. I feel like I'm really like the type to like I meet somebody in the store and you know like it can be an older lady or anything and I'm just like pulling my heart out but after I do it like I feel 100% better like I needed that like you know they 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 don't know you they can't judge you based off your past so sometimes it's, you know it's got to be somebody that doesn't know what's going on that can you know be your outlet and that's nice. I I enjoy talking to strangers I mean Probably never gonna see you again. I'ma tell you my whole life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh we'll transition to the uh, the next topic. Um I was looking at this podcast the other day and uh and they brought up some good points about this. So uh, what what could under what conditions can you love someone? So basically, uh this topic is basically saying so everyone like as far as like relationship wise like everyone can love someone under certain conditions that are like certain tolerance you know what I'm saying everybody got a certain tolerance for certain things they they willing to deal to deal with you know because everybody come with something
1: you Mm -hmm. know what
0: I'm saying So, so it's Basically, a case by case scenario on what you're willing to deal with and things like that. Um, me, me, me personally, I think that uh, I feel like you know, if y'all of uh, a, a person, if y'all have like a real genuine connection and y'all really rocking with each other, and y'all don't you know, built the solid foundation as far as you know, a friendship first, and then you know, got in relationship and things like that. You know, um, it shouldn't really matter, like you know, what condition a person in because a lot of things uh, factor into this. It depends on if people uh, use social media to factor into their relationships and things like that. And um, I just think, I just think, you know, like I mean. It's a lot. It's some people that you know you can't take under certain conditions because some people might don't been through you know too much stuff to where they need to heal on their own before they even try to bring someone else in their life. And, you know, everybody don't been through a time where they they either been hurt or you know don't have multiple situations back to back where they was treated bad or something like that. So, uh, what's what's your opinion on that?
1: Um, me personally, my opinion is I just feel like for me personally, mm, I I try not to be too judgmental but I don't know, I've been through a lot and I came from like nothing growing up. So where I'm at today, like, I feel like I'm rich in love already. So really, like I got a lot of love to give, but I need somebody to like, want to be able to give it back to me. Like, I don't really try to look for like the materialistic things and um, you know, like what people got and what they don't have. But I feel like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it like come off like it, but I feel like you got to have a, a couple of things going for yourself. But if I see that you, if you have nothing, but I see that you determined to get it, I don't mind helping you get it. So like, I feel like I got endless love to give and I can love somebody, you know, with less than what I have, but they just have to be willing to go out and get more, you know, um, I don't know. But like you said, people, they deal with a lot of things from their past. And I think that's me really. So uh, it's, it's like, Oh, I really can't, I don't know on that topic. I really don't know.
0: So what, what do you think about the mental, uh, aspect of it as far as you know like you'll have people that you know they they could they probably you know to have like a real good connection but that mental hurdle is keeping them from you know being reaching their full potential as a couple because you know like either the woman or the man could be a good man like they could be faithful Anything but just based off past trauma or whether the man or the woman went through either they've been cheating on or it only had to be cheating, it could be you know, people don't stole from them, as far as like money or things like that. You know, that's a real uh, obstacle that you know people have to address too because under certain conditions that you could uh love someone under. Because I know me personally uh I was married in the military and when I got divorced, you know, you know, my ex-wife had um cheated on me with her ex-husband and um and basically like she was just basically like um like she took a lot from me and things like that. So you know uh a lot of me personally I know in the back of my head, you know, when I do come in contact with people, that's always in the back of my head, like you know, if is this person gonna take from me or you know what I'm saying? Because uh if you go into a situation wholeheartedly and then you know, someone steal from you or someone that was supposed to be like your partner, you know, that can mess you up as far as like future situations or cheat on you, you know what I'm saying? mm
1: mm-hmm. My thing is with with relationships is I, I always feel like i'm 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 the one that's gonna give more like into the relationship, not like money or nothing, but like I feel like I'm the one that always give more too soon, you know what I'm saying like before I really get to feel somebody out, I don't know, I just like put my all and I just jump right in like here's my heart, just take it, you know, so that's my thing, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's that's a topic for me. That's just like, I I really don't know. And that's because I'm not really into dating. Like, since my last little situation, like, I just don't even care to date right now. It's just like, everybody's the same, which I should not be that way. So, I just keep, I friend zone everybody, literally.
0: So, what are you, so as far, so... As far as women that's in the same space as you in, as far as you know, you just uh friend zoning everybody and you not um into dating right now, what what you think what you think it would take for you to get out of that space as far as you know uh, you being able to get back to that space to where you want to uh be positive about dating again and things like that. Cause I know a lot of women, you know, um, go through that. As far as, you know, they go through a space where, you know, they, they don't want to date nobody and that thing just based off previous situations and how they ended. So what do you think will have to happen as far as like, do you think it's just time that has to go by as far as like healing? Or do you think, you know, uh, someone would just have to come in your life like unexpectedly and it'll have to be like something different
1: from what you are uh, used to. I, I think exactly that. I think that I just it's funny you said that because I was just texting somebody and they was asking me like, uh we're just talking about relationships and I them I'm not looking for a relationship right now. You know, it'll come when it comes. So I honestly feel like whenever it's my turn and it's for me then that's what it'll be. Like I used to feel like it was because of what my uh what my ex had did to me, like, you know, being in an abusive relationship and stuff. I used to feel like it was me not dealing with that and healing from that that was stopping me from dating or whatever, but it's 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 not even that because I I feel like I've healed from that and I've let that go. But I feel like now it's just more of me, like I don't know. I'm scared to be in another relationship where I'm the one that's putting out more and giving giving my own, you know, and not getting the same in return. So that's what it is for me. I, and I don't know what it'll take. I just feel like whenever it's the time, that's, that's just when it'll be, you know. God's timing.
0: Yeah, I um I follow this girl on Instagram. She be giving real good advice. Uh, I don't know if you follow her. Uh her name is Love Dorsey. She's on Instagram? Yeah, she gives real good relationships. Like she's real popular. Like she got a podcast and everything. Like she uh was doing something yesterday on like victim mindset and uh as far as women and things like that. And she was just talking strictly to women. And uh, she said something that was real, you know, because she was saying, you know, a lot of, she was like, you know, she feel like a lot of women that have kids, because she said she, she got three kids. So she was like, a lot of women that have kids, they will, instead of, you know, letting the dad have joint custody and them, you know, arrange or something like that, that some people, they will hold the kids on their hip all the time and then they'll prevent them from progressing personally you know as far as like things they still want to accomplish and things like that and she was just basically just talking about accountability because she was like you know it's up to the woman if they want to have that child it's not up to the man so like if you choose to have that child and a dad you got a good dad or whatever that wants to be in their life and and enable to uh, provide and things like that that it shouldn't be about a dollar, like, you know, it should be joint custody. As for of course money is involved, but she was saying that, you know, if the kid's gonna be with you for school and then they go with him for the summer, you know, so you could cause she was like, you know, it shouldn't be like a 365 thing to where you're you're slowing down your whole progression as a person. Because you're focused on taking a dollar from the dad and you ain't doing nothing but hurting yourself and the kids. You know, that what she was huge, basically saying, you know. Yeah,
1: if I headed to where my child's father, I got three kids. If I headed to where they was um, active like that and wanted some joint custody, and then, and then I feel like that's another thing that kind of holds me back because I have three kids and my kids are still young. They all under 10. So it's like I don't like my kids meeting guys and dating is hard when you have kids like that's number one like i don't have the time i don't have the pay i probably got the patience but i know i don't have the time i I like to work i like the money they're giving me at work i enjoy time with my kids and when i'm not at work i'm with my kids like you know so i feel like having kids is definitely a part of it but if i headed to where they were, want to do some joint custody and it's 50 50 then i will be so proud to have it that way
0: Oh, yeah. But yeah, I just think uh, as far as as far as this topic, you know, uh, a lot of people just have to. Uh, this plays back into you know your mental, you know, as far as you know doing things on your own time and you know, just stay open to you know because everybody don't went through something, whether you know somebody don't went through something worse. Or whatever, as far as, you know, opening themselves up, being vulnerable to someone in a relationship and things like that. So, it's just a case-by-case case scenario on, on on when you want to get back to that space of dating and when you um, uh, want to be vulnerable with a person again and uh, take someone out the friend zone. So, uh I was just gonna do two topics. but I want to touch on this other topic. Uh, what, um, well, what, so what's your opinion on peace? Like, as far as like in general, like, how you think can a person find be at peace with themselves?
1: My opinion on peace. This is a good topic because I was just trying to tell my brother he's going through a little situation with his, you know, child's mother or whatever kids' mama and it's it's we just lost our brother and she said some hurtful stuff like that's why your brother killed himself that's why your brother committed suicide like just dead ass total mad to his face like it was nothing but she also just lost her brother too two months ago so it was kind of like why would you say something like that but i was telling him like that hurted him like really really bad and i'm like she's fucking with your peace. excuse my language but That, you know, that woman is messing with your piece. Like, you need to let that go. Like, and I done got to a point in my life where, like, I used to be, like, real confrontational, argue with whoever about whatever. Like, it can be a gas pump, and I pull in, and you hurry up and pull in. I'm going to get out to kind of argue with you. But I had to realize, like, you are driving yourself crazy Trying to fight every battle. That sometimes it's okay to walk away. You know, it's not worth your peace. I had to. I tell myself that constantly. Like when people try me, when I feel like I'm being tested. uh, you know, whatever people cross me, I gotta remind myself like it's not worth your peace. Like I crave peace now. Like I say it every day. Like somebody try, I, I just want peace. You deserve my peace. Like, and some people say it, and they don't. They just saying it to say it, but. It ain't nothing like your peace. Like it ain't nothing like not being mad, not caring, you know, just just free will. Just you know, like I don't know. Like I enjoy my peace. I don't know how I get how I got it to this point. How I got to this point, but I'm here and I enjoy it. And can nobody disturb my peace? It's just I don't know. Like I pray to lot. I've been praying. I've never prayed so much. Like these past few. I'm say the past few months. Since my brother passed, well, like two months after my brother passed, so I'm going to say, like, February. Ever since February, I've been praying, so I've never prayed and been, like, in tune with my prayer and, like, knowing what I'm praying for and being direct with God, literally on my knees praying to God every day. Like, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I used to hop right on Facebook. Now, as soon as I wake up, I hop right to pray into God. Like, I don't know. I just I just prayed for my peace. I really did. And I'm like at peace with my brother dying now. I'm at peace with how relationships ended with people. I'm just at peace with like a lot of things. How, you know, I'm at peace with like having to be a mother on my own. I'm at peace with a lot of things. So, I pray for my peace. That's how I got here. I don't know how anybody else get there. And what they need to do, but my best advice is to talk to God about it. talk talk to God about it. Like. That's that's yeah. that's what I I feel like. Just talk to God. some people don't believe in God, but talk to yourself. Like you gotta speak. You gotta manifest it. Like you gotta, you know, wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, you know, say what you whatever it is you want. You gotta manifest it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like I think uh, one aspect that uh, that plays into being at peace with yourself. I mean, being a piece in general is is loving yourself and having that self-esteem to where someone can't knock you off your, your eight ball. Like a lot of people could have a lot of reasons, multiple reasons on why they should love themselves, but they will let other things outside as far as other people opinions you know, people talking about them, things like that. Uh, knocked them off their eight ball to where they not at peace. And I think that... Uh...
1: Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now.
0: Yeah, there's some homeboys FaceTime uh, um, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, don't um will let people knock them off their eight ball and you know, not be at peace with themselves and you know, it took me to about well I'm 28 now but it took me probably till I was about 26 when I was 26 that's when I was really at, at peace with myself. Especially that was like right after I got divorced, cause you know I uh um I had went through a bad divorce. I lost like thirty thousand, and uh it was just like it was just uh I was in a bad space mentally, but I wanted um it was just cause. I was just wondering why I was going through all this stuff, especially when I was being good to her and everything, you know, everybody I came in contact with. But, you know, um, it's it's certain things you got to go through. Like, everybody had to go through, like, certain storms and things like that to build character and uh, build strength and things like that. But, um, like, I tell people all the time, like, don't base your piece off materialistic things like like uh god you know um i don't really like boast or talk about what i have and things like that but i know a lot of people not fortunate to be in a position that i'm in as far as like things that i had going on so um I had to really be in tune with myself to find peace. Cause I was like, you know, me retiring from the military, getting a check for the rest of my life, me having this podcast, having this, this, these other investments and stuff I got going on. Like uh, that wasn't bringing, bringing me happiness or me being at peace. I still felt empty. So I had to really go on a journey mentally to where, you know, I had to like be comfortable with not caring what people say about me or or just anything in general that's not, you know, contributing anything positive to me being a better person. So around 26, that's when I really was real comfortable in my own skin and can't nobody really force me to do something I don't want to do or make me feel bad about anything that I'm doing Mm because I got that self-esteem to know that, you know, this is me. Like, if you don't like me for being me, then I don't even want you around me. I feel,
1: yeah, I feel like another thing, another few things I should suggest for, you know, peace and your mental health and all of that stuff go hand in hand like a lot of music. Like, I got certain artists that I wake up and listen to. After I pray, I turn it on, and it'd be like the music, the tones in the background of the music. It don't even be the words. It's just, it'd be like meditating type music in the background up, coming, you know, behind the lyrics or whatever. So, like, music, getting outside, writing. I was writing in my journal, too, for a long time, for, like, a probably, like, two months straight. I was writing, I'm writing my feelings down, writing my thoughts down. And I feel like that is just, like, so helpful just with peace and with my mental health. Like, just writing out how I feel. You know, if you don't got nobody to talk to, try writing it down. Everybody got phones these days. The phone, iPhones, got a whole notepad that you can write. You can make it private. Like, don't nobody got to see it. You can write it and delete it. You can write it and burn it. Just so many things. Like, I don't know. I I work hard for my, where I'm at right now everybody be telling, like, I see the difference, and, you know, you done changed, and you growing up, and so there's just so many things you can do to help your mental health and to just get the peace that you want, and everybody deserves some peace. Reading, writing, music, walking, talking, whatever you gotta do, do it. Yeah. It's a wonderful feeling to have your peace.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because I always uh, tell people that I come in contact with, like, self-esteem is, like, real important because, like, for most of my adult life, well, not adult life, well, just most of my life in general, I didn't have high self-esteem like that. So it took me, like, me going through some growing pains of being an adult and just going through life for me to get high self-esteem because you know you could be good at sports you know I was recruited for basketball in high school and for three sports really so like you could have confidence in certain things that you're good at as far as skills and still not have self-esteem in mm-hmm. yourself if that makes sense mm-hmm. so like so like uh that's the space that I was in and I know a lot of people that I'm cool with, they was in a similar space that I I was either in the military with or just people I knew outside the military. So um, I'm real big on the peace aspect because, you know, I feel like, you know, everybody need a detox from everything that's going on in your life to whether that's social media, people, anything. like, uh, Like, I could be hanging around my friends for months straight, and then I just be like, you know, I just need to be away. Well, man, and ain't got to be nobody. Did nothing from me. But I just know mentally, like everybody, have to have that that reset button, so I could just go two weeks without being around nobody, and just be chilling, just going through the motions for me to reset and come get that get that peace again, and not uh, feel that unneeded weight. Of you know, of other people' problems and, and things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you, did you have anything else you wanted to say on that
1: topic? Um. Yeah. No, but I got a recommendation. Like, if you are like going through um anxiety, depression, and you angry and don't know what triggers you. I read a book right after my brother died. I got it as a gift. It's it was, um it's by Faith G. Harper and it's called Unfuck Your Brain. It's on Amazon. It's like thirteen to twenty dollars I think. And that book, like, when I tell you she's a doctor who wrote the book, that book like helped me so like so so much. Like that book is just like really, 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 really it was really helpful to me. Like it was all kind of, like, little strategies you could try and techniques to do. And I can't really have you, like, thinking, like, dang, she's right. Like, dang, maybe this is it. You know, like, it's it's just really, really helpful to me. So it's something to read if you are going through, like, anxiety, if you're angry, if you're depressed, if you're grieving. You know, it's, it, that book really helped me after my brother died because I was lost. Like, I didn't want to live no more. I had kids. I had to live, but the way I felt, my heart was broken. I felt like it was my fault. This book is, like, part of the reason why I don't blame myself for why he did what he did. And it kind of helps me understand why he did what he did, too. So that book is, like, really, really good, and it helped me a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, a lot of people
0: underestimate that, too. Like, you know... Uh, reading reading really helps especially if it's something that's relatable to you so i got a lot of books on my phone that i read all the time so yeah a lot of people should uh incorporate reading in their life as far as like certain things they're going through or things they're interested in because reading does help
1: Mm -hmm. it really does it helped me so much more than what i thought it would help and then another thing, y'all, if y'all got somebody that is disturbing your peace, honey, let it go. It's not worth it. If you gotta wake up and fight and argue or go through the day arguing and fighting and going back and forth and a person's constantly accusing you, or abusing you, or misusing you, you gotta learn to just let it go and just be done. Like it's gonna hurt for a while, but eventually when you get that peace that, that you never knew you was gonna find or have, when you finally get it, oh my god, ain't nothing like a like that feeling. You just gotta learn to, to deal with it for a while and let it go. Find ways to cope with it. But if you got a person that's disturbing your peace on purpose, let it go. It's not worth. it. It's not gonna get better. So just gotta know when when it's time to just unleash them and let them go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know. Um, I met this guy I uh, interviewed named Byron Walker. He's a gospel singer. He got um. He got a got uh songs that's on the uh, Billboard charts right now for gospel. He's an independent artist, and um, um, I interviewed him about two months ago, and uh, he got this course. Um, I said I was gonna get with him next month. He only charged people like two hundred and twenty dollars, and he teach and he teaches people how to write their own book, and he helps them put it out, in in every store across the country.
1: Oh wow. Well, that's neat.
0: So, uh, I'm um, I'm going to link up with him, um, you know, Instagram, his name official by Walker, but he, um, uh, he got a course and I'm really interested uh, in, in writing a book, especially based off all my, um, uh, my military experiences that I've been through all the trauma and stuff I've been through with that and just life in general. I know I could probably write like a hundred or 200 page book, you know? So, um,
1: I feel like everybody got a story to tell, but people just don't know how to take it and tell it, you know. Like, I don't care. The richest people, the child, like the richest people that a lot of people look up to, They I don't think they just think that a lot of people think their life just came from, you know, God said, here, I'm going to give you this fabulous life and make you rich. But no, everybody everybody got a story to tell. Rather, it's good, I bet. But I think that's really good that so they got to do that though. It sounds like something I'll be inter- interested in. When I was in high school, I used to write middle school elementary. I used to write a whole, whole lot, like poetry and everything. So I have to grow away from it as I got older, but Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I appreciate you uh coming over on the um, Eric J the Great podcast. Like I tell all my guests that comes on, you know, um And and I know you got a lot of friends, too. So, like, you know, anytime you come across something in your, uh, you know, your everyday life and uh, you feel like it'd be a good topic, you know, to talk about on the platform, on a podcast, you know, you can hit me up anytime and um, we can strike up a podcast uh, episode about it because my my podcast on 11 different uh, streaming platforms on YouTube and it's on you know, Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, all those podcast uh, platforms. And it's on Google, too. So, um, yeah, I leave that door open for everybody. You know, like, you know, so you might in- encounter something at work or something and you feel like you an idea, like, yeah, a good topic to talk about or something, you know, you can hit me up. most of my time, top- I would probably say half of my topics I didn't come up with. Like people uh, hit me up and be like, Hey, let's talk about this, and then we'll mm-hmm. just start, start, start talking about it. You know?
1: All right, I will do that then. Thank you for having me on here.
0: Okay, and uh, you, uh no problem. And uh, this episode will uh, be up phenom- tonight. I, uh, I'm about to publish it when we get off of here, and uh, I'm probably gonna do another episode either Saturday or Sunday. Cause uh, I'm um, supposed I, I to have another episode tomorrow on brand and marketing and public relations, but I haven't heard back from the woman that DM me on Instagram because she specializes in that. She, she was gonna teach people how to market and brand whatever they're trying to do as far as businesses and stuff. Because I got I don't know if you looked through all my previous episodes, but you know I got episodes with people that like own they own businesses. Like I interviewed this girl I was in the military with. Uh, she took a chance on herself and uh, got out the military. And now she owns her own uh, credit repair company. And she was teaching people how to, you know, repair their credit and things like that. And um, I had a couple other business owners that was like giving, dropping gems and stuff on my podcast in the past. Cause I got like 40 no, I got 50, 56, yeah, 56 episodes now, yeah, so,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, uh yeah, I appreciate you uh coming on here, and you know, just like I said, you know, anytime you come across a topic or something, or you got some people that want to hop on with you or whatever, you know, just hit me up, and we can uh, coordinate a date and time to do it. All righty. All right, and uh, this concludes the episode of Air J, the Great Podcast. And uh, you have you have a good night. All right, you too. Good.